Good timing. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, jo- I'm joking. I'm joking. See, you're not here, so I'm joking. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Rain City Supercars. I'm Nick. And I'm Dan. And, and we're recording remotely. Dan's in Hawaii while the rest of us are here in Snowpocalypse 2021. I don't know which pictures. one of you out there said, hey, COVID's as bad as it can get. <laughs> we just get out of our houses and then the snow comes down and now everybody has to stay home. Uh, it <laughs> is an absolute, uh, Dan, you are you are missing nothing here. It has been, It I don't know, I'm, I'm fine with it, but the rest of the world seems to be, I, I don't, how do you live here and not know how to drive in the snow? I'm just, mm, so much anger, so yeah. There have been a lot of accidents, a lot of accidents, and even by people that were relatively prepared, it just uh, the streets didn't didn't give a lot of uh, grace, I should say. People were not prepared. Uh, cities were not prepared. Um, I mean, it was there. Are, there are some major streets that are still not plowed. I mean, it's and it's and it's uh, I know freezing from, every night. So, yep, I know from speaking to the neighbors at home and things like that that uh, the roads are all like totally unplowed in my neighborhood, which is sort of expected, but they've oh, all just been home for three, four days at a time. Yes, but you live out in the backwoods. That doesn't count. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, look, we want to thank uh, our sponsors, as usual, Avance, uh, Carter Motors, uh, Haggerty, Driver and Social Club, Griot's Garage, uh, as always, RFCS 10, which I will be going and using tomorrow. I'm, I'm going to go use our code. Uh, Haggerty, Thanks. Salvo Design, and York uh, Realty. I think I got them all, didn't I? Yeah. There we go. I think yeah. that's everything. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> um, and because Dan is off enjoying himself and taking a good vacation, I had to come up with the Carter Subaru Tip of the Week. Well, actually, my Subaru had to come up with the Carter Subaru Tip of the Week. Um, that's very fitting. It was. Um, you know, uh, everybody kind of talks to Dan and I about uh, our lists and things and, and being prepared. And, and Dan's right. A lot of people weren't prepared. Um, one thing I was not prepared for was the fact that uh, my washer fluid, because I don't use it that much for some reason, it doesn't get used a lot. Um, I think it went bad. It absolutely, and it, was, it wasn't cold enough that it froze, but it definitely, like... It, it separated, or I used some crappy washer oh. fluid or something. So yeah. um, I got stuck in a situation where, um, and again, I should have taken our own advice. I had bad washer fluid, and I did not have an ice scraper. Um, I don't know where my ice scraper was. I went to look for it in the pocket that's always in, and it was not there. So um, I literally destroyed a credit card, a metal credit card, <laughs> and able to get. But um, always check, che- you know, check the fluids you're putting in there. I went out. I I, em- I emptied the system. I put in brand new Rain-X washer fluid so that I'm. It's not a, a, as bad of a freezing thing. Um, and another thing that I, I realized, and this is nothing you can really avoid, is my nozzles froze too. Uh, just because of how cold it was, um, I uh, I will. If you looked online, I, I I think I posted them. Like I literally, when it snows and I know it's going to snow, I park my car outside. I love to see my car with snow on it. I love to go out in the snow. I love to go out and drive. Um, so uh, check your fluid. Uh, my fluid went bad. That was my fault uh, for having it in there. I, apparently, I just don't get the car dirty enough to use it. Uh, so, <laughs> but I definitely had some separation issues. So I'm not sure what happened. But uh, check your fluids. Yeah. Yep, that's a really good one to make sure your washer fluid is topped off. Another thing, if, if you are storing your car for the winter like a lot of people are, we talked about this before, but I'm going to reemphasize it because I saw the effects firsthand on a vehicle here, and that is uh, you want to make sure you t- you are leaving your gas tank topped off. You want to leave the least amount of room possible in all of your fluids, washer fluid, obviously, but also in your gas tank for any kind of air to get in there and therefore moisture because, well, 
air equals moisture. And then you can what, what can happen in a fuel tank is not only can the fuel go bad, but one thing people don't think about is it can actually affect the float in your tank. And a lot of older vehicles, that can cause the float to stick and then it'll mess up your gas gauge. Don't say it very often, but that is actually something that happens relatively often, especially we see it more in Midwest and in Canada. But topping off your fuel tank before you go away for a long time, even for a few weeks when it's going to be like it is, I think mean, it's been what nine degrees over there at night. Crazy yeah, I, mean, cold. I don't know if it's you gotten can... that bad, but it's it's. Uh, and don't forget cars. Uh, I've just I'm, I've got fuel saver and got all the tanks topped off in the bikes and the monkey and and all, both yep, the bikes, the Triumph. I've got everything done. Um, you know, and I thought I was going to be okay on the on the new bike because I've got a plastic tank. But you have a, you make a good point. Those floats still have metal in them and can still cause uh, corrosion with air in there. So. Yeah. And uh, make sure your battery battery tenders are connected. So I have all my all my bikes and my even my lawnmower, uh, my pressure washer, everything. Well, <laughs> not my pressure washer, my uh, generator. Uh, yeah. Has all they've all got battery tenders on them, so the batteries because it'll kill your battery. So, and on a little bike like our monkeys, it'll kill it really quick. Uh, that's in the living room, so it's 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 not living. It's living its best life. Although yeah. I did find out that after bringing it up here, after it being so cold, and as a reason I brought it up here, that all the seals like kind of warmed up, and then um, it were some leaking issues. But uh, I got Oops. that all covered <laughs> up, so that was my fault. But uh, yeah, it's uh, you're missing a heck of a storm. I thought we'd kind of, I thought we could kind of talk about the storm and things like that. Um, I do want to call out one friend of ours that I was having a conversation with. Um, we'll call her Aqua Socks, or them Aqua Socks. I was having a nice conversation, <laughs> seeing how their holidays were going. And they totally basically told me that they just hang out with you and me so that they can have a, a, a racing buddy. So I oh, don't know. Nice. Th- I mean, th- the nerve of these people. And then they had the nerve, the nerve, and it took me a while to figure this one out, to tell me that I was their sixth favorite person. Which making reference to my Avance number. So that's Avance really number nice. six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't know. You're number four. So <laughs> they know who they are and they know I was going to call them out on it. So yeah, that's I mean, secret. <laughs> but if you're an Avance member, you'll know. I actually do want uh, to know. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. In our last episode, I mentioned uh, Victoria and Cole who came to help us out the last Avance Off Road event. And I told them they probably have no idea what movies we're talking about, nor the Family Matters reference. And she messaged me today to confirm that neither of them did know what, I, what we were talking about, nor had they ever seen or heard of Gremlins. And I'm just like, we are old. <laughs> and they're half so, our age. So it made me laugh. You know, in in the land of, of I was ta- I was reading that, and then a Facebook memory came up from like 2000, whatever, 14 or 15, and was said, it said on that day, the day after we made that podcast, that I was watching the movie Gremlins. I do not remember watching it, nor do I remember, <laughs> so, but I put it on Facebook, so who knows. <laughs> That's a good thing to point out. If we say something twice, we just forgot. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much, yeah, and I say it a lot, yeah. How's by speaking before we get into the weather here? How's the car culture there? You see anything cool? I yes, and so I wanted to bring this up a lot actually because it's a great topic of car culture in Hawaii. Uh, very different, but sort of expected. So practical. I mean, I'm on Oahu, so not the big island, but one of the bigger islands with quite a few roads. But a sports car is almost wasted here. It's ah. nothing but. I mean, there's really. The highways are like 45 miles an hour because of the, how many people there are. And it's not like you're going to go out and rip around here. I mean, maybe between 2 a.m. and 5 a.m. you might have a shot. And even then, the roads aren't exactly in the best condition because of the constant rain, humidity, and heat. Yeah, but so, I would think that there's not a lot of supercars there. And you might they'd be pretty easy to find you if there was, you know, yeah. Very easy to find you, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> there's quite a few, um, the usuals, the usual suspects, I like to say. Porsches. Mm-hmm. An all-wheel drive Porsche is great here because of the rain. 
things like that. Uh, I've seen a few Aston Martins, but as far as exotics, not a whole lot. And I've been to the nice places just to kind of go look and scout things out, but it just doesn't make a lot of sense here to have one. You would stick out like a sore thumb and well, you know, with beach culture, it's not really the right car for the, it's not the right tool for the job. Mustangs and, and so, Jeeps, but, huh? <laughs> yeah, a lot yeah. of Mustangs and Jeeps and, and Jeep, a Jeep fits around here considering how bad the roads are. But uh, there's a, uh, there's a pretty strong and thriving uh, hot rod culture, which is really fun to see a lot of classics around here, which is cool. Uh, another fun one I like to see, or we're seeing a lot of around here is beach vehicles and don't get me wrong. You can't drive on the beach here, but vehicles that are meant to, you know, haul surfboards and stuff like that. So some, some pretty cool old trucks, love seeing that stuff. There's a lot of, uh, JDM imports I'm seeing coming around, like the little mini K cars and stuff are kind of coming into vogue here, which if you see how tight parking is, it really makes perfect sense. Well, and it's cheaper like, to ship them from Japan to Hawaii than it is to ship them from the, Japan to here. Hawaii, so yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay. So th- it's been kind of fun to see that. I mean, a lot. Practicality is kind of the name of the gang. There are a lot of Teslas, which makes perfect sense because yeah. when you have, I mean, you could probably drive a month here and, not, and recharge once because it's just not that big. I mean, your longest trip, longest trip we take, I think is probably forty miles round trip. How's the the, probably, the the charging facilities? Have they kind of kept up? All with over. That? Yeah, they kept okay. up on that pretty well. So better I mean, than here. all the major areas. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't want to. Go, I mean, well, it's not that much. It's not that big. I mean, it's here. You know, even if it's raining, it's like, yeah, we well, can walk. It doesn't matter. I mean, you're yeah. only walking a few blocks, or if you, if you are, it's a nice warm rain. I, I think I've, I don't think I've put on pants since I got here. I haven't actually. It's just been shorts and t-shirts the whole time. Which is not a problem unless you're me staring at you right now. And I, I mean, you could wear pants. Period. I mean, anything, dude. Jesus, <laughs> what fun would that be? Half the time when you call no. me, I can't hear you because the waves are lapping in the background. So I'm, you know. Yeah, it's the, the headset's doing a pretty good job of isolating the noise because it's like there's always a fan on here, AC here, and it's loud at night. Though as the wind picks up, it's fun to go to sleep with the waves crashing, but they're loud too. They wake you up when the wind picks up. Yeah. But I've had that discussion with a lot of people that I've met here of like, all right, what's the perfect Hawaii car? And overall, it's been the Tacomas are probably the most popular thing here. Like if you've got the cool car in Hawaii, it's because you've, you've probably got a Tacoma of any year lifted, not too crazy because it's not going to fit anywhere. You've got parking garages everywhere, but a little bit of a lift, decent tires, decent rims, and that's about it. And that's because they're small enough to fit most places still, but yet practical enough not to get stuck in the sand. If you're out, you know, North shore, you've got a lot of like beach parking and things like that. And locals here are really nice. So it's been, that's one of the best things about being here is everybody's really nice. So you can just start talking to people and they're really friendly. Yeah. Um, but I think, uh, as I'm seeing, we're seeing more and more Teslas, like I talked about, I was talking to people here and I think the, a model three, like I said, tight parking, tight spaces, you don't want anything too big, would probably be the best car I can think of for here as far as practicality. And then you still have like a a model three performance. We have tons of power. So when you want to have a little fun, you have something, but you really can't, like, you can't stretch the legs on anything like a zero to 60 launch is against the law. There's no 60 mile an hour road, so it's not like you're. And there's like, well, they get to. There's like one section of the highway that I think is 60, hmm. and that's it. So there's like one spot on the island for 10 miles. You could do that, and that's about it. And there's enough traffic to where you don't really want to. Uh, so getting something really agile and kind of fun for that. I mean, it's more about the slow roll, what feels good, just cruising around. So practicality, I'm going to go with the Model Three. I think the Rivian R1T will be the new king when it becomes like the thing to have here because. This is the place where an electric car makes sense more than any other place I've ever been to. Electric car makes sense here more than anywhere else. Like you're just, unless you're an idiot, you're not going to run out of a charge. There's just, you're just not going that far. And there's so many places to charge. What about being in the the close proximity to saltwater and things like that? Do you think that'll cause anything? I mean, I know a lot of these cars are, I mean, they're, Teslas are built, obviously, into California and things like that. But I'm saying being on an island and having nothing, you know, being, 
you're on an island. There's water everywhere. Yep, and there's a lot of rust on a lot of cars, uh, even the newer stuff. you got to kind of religiously wash your cars here, run it through. And this is one of those places where a lot of people do wash their cars. It's not like there's a water shortage. It rains all the time, so there's no, no lack of water here. But a good hose down or rinse off is pretty essential. I think as long as you're pretty good about the maintenance. One thing I haven't seen, and I've looked, I've been kind of on the lookout to find one. There's not like any drive through car washes here. Mm. There's a few here and there, but like maybe two, I think, on the whole island. Pretty much everybody just washes their cars or has them detailed. Um, I think that would be, you could corner the market if you could afford to put a drive through a quick drive through car wash here with a ton of bays. Like, man, you could make a killing over here. And I've seriously thought about it. Well, um, we've, talked, we've talked about doing that before in different places, Wyoming, Hawaii. I mean, I would think there would be washes, like boat washes or something like that, to be able to wash off jet skis or boats that you pull out of the water, things like that. Seems like, it seems like that you know. would be a need. So, <laughs> what, How's the off-road yeah. community? Like, any, have you seen big. anything? So, big. so there's only this. Well, sort of. I say big, but it's not because everything is small. Like <laughs> everything's tight, but the the mud here is, it's real mud. It's like it's closer to more like south, like deep south mud than it is like mud like we get. It sticks on everything and it sticks like glue. So, like we, I hiked a trail and it was like, you know, it just stuck like slime to everything. Mm-hmm. So if you're mudding here, you're gonna be throwing it throwing it a lot and you're going to need deep mud tires real mud tires to go mudding off-road here and a mud tire actually makes sense i think if you don't go off-roading an all-terrain tire is probably king for everything here but uh there's a lot of, there's a big dirt bike community up here too there's a lot of places you can go up into the hills because you know as, as so much military history on this island because pearl harbor's here and all that but you can ride up or hike up to all those pillboxes and a lot of that trail system especially toward the north shore is open to motorcycles so there's a lot of places you can run around to but you know you're going to take in the same trails it's it, I've been here, you know, about two weeks and uh, the island starts to feel small, even though I haven't been everywhere, of course. But, you know, you kind of know where, know what's what and where everything is within the first couple of weeks if you're looking. You've been so, hanging out at the ABC stores, I know. Just, you know, getting to know There everybody. are a lot of ABC stores. <laughs> yeah. No, hanging out at the, the North Shore a lot, though. Nice. Love it up there. Love the, love the people up there. Just cool place to be. You're yeah, there, the car culture sur- surfing pipeline? <laughs> I've been to Pipeline a lot, and it's amazing to watch. But I'm oh sure. my god, I look at that, and I'm like, okay, I couldn't even get out to the wave before it slammed me in the beach and killed me. Let alone watching these guys like you know hit pipe or yeah, you know, go out the back door. It's just nuts, <laughs> nuts. You go going through the barrel, watching these people, and they make it look so easy. It's just so amazing. Jack Johnson wished me good and said that Merry Christmas to me. I would walk by Jack Johnson who lives out on the beach there and he's like, Hey, Merry Christmas with his wife and his kids. Nicest guy ever. Go okay. shout out to him. That was yeah. super cool. That's very cool. But I mean, all the pro surfers are out here right now. I mean, like the real pros, like not the guys that are good on the island, like the mm-hmm. world pros are out here and it's just been incredible. I can't have any other word to describe it. Like watching those guys ride stuff that would kill me to even attempt to swim in. Huge respect for the locals and the pros that can ride it. I just like blows my mind how good those guys are. I think you got it right. I, I'd be dead by the time I paddled out there, let alone if I could. Uh, right. Even, yeah. You know, I'm looking so, at the yeah. waves from the beach, going, "I'm scared from here." Yeah. <laughs> you know? It hurts from here. You, you can, yeah, you can yeah. feel it hit the it, when they break. You feel it rumble the ground. And you're just like, and these guys are just like, "I got this." I'm yep. like, Dude, I broke my board. Yeah. Grab another one. Head on out. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like you're having a good time. So, yep. I, well, wish I, I, I wish I had more car connections here. Uh, if anybody knows me, I've talked to a, a few people. Um, you know, I've, like I said, it's kind of a cool thing. You can just kind of flag people down and be like, hey, talk to me. And they're, they're actually super cool about it. If you're into cars, there's a lot of there. And of course, you've got military. So with military comes a little bit of car culture as well. 
uh, it does tend to kind of be the predictable norm of challengers and Mustangs and things like that. But, you know, whatever. Like what you like. I don't care. It's just a... Um, yeah, I can see why Jeeps are popular, though. Tourist or not, a Jeep here is a lot of fun, especially a two-door, you know. So it sounds like we need somebody to sell us a garage there and get about three monkeys and call it a day. I mean, just oh, transportation around the island. <laughs> monkey, the monkey would be heaven here. I've seen a couple so of posts. Had my monkey here. People have monkeys there. There's a couple. There's one oh, guy yeah. that's, that's a, has a sidecar with his dog goes around. But I think he might be on Maui. I think he's on Maui, yeah, yeah. from what you showed me. And there's, yeah. I've seen like one other one here just as I passed by. I didn't see anybody on it. And I've seen a lot of Groms, <laughs> a lot of scooters, like actual scooters with sure. surfboards attached to the side of them, which makes sense because you can put your feet in front. You don't have to shift. So if you're just yeah. you know scooting up and down the shore, that that's probably the more ideal way to go. But yeah. I would totally ride out here in the rain, though. The rain here is awesome. Like it dumps rain, but it's warm and it's fun, and you just want to be out in it. So, yeah, well, it sounds like yeah. you're suffering. I'm sorry. That uh, yet again, I know. I'm having the worst. I'm I'm drinking a homemade mai tai. Is what you're seeing on the screen here. <laughs> <laughs> just... Well, I mean that's important. You know, I want you to stay hydrated. Uh, you know. Yeah. So nice. Well, you're like I said, you are missing the what what we'll call snow apocalypse here. And I wanted to like we've talked about this a lot before, but I kind of wanted to. I've had a lot of people call me in the last few days and either ask me questions or, or you know, flat out cry on the phone because they can't leave their house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I've told so many people this. I've had this conversation. You know, you don't have to go out. You, you learn your car. I mean, this this is a perfectly good time. I, I I talked to somebody in my building and. They were deathly afraid, and I said, "Look, I said, just go out and drive. Just, I mean, I live, I live up in Sammamish. There's a road by me that's got a bunch of uh, roundabouts on it. I was like, just go out there and drive slowly. I said, figure out where your car is, feel, feel, feel all the weight shifts and things like that. And she actually came back, knocked on my door, and thanked me because she said, I just, I've never, I've never thought about doing that. It's like, yeah, you just gotta, you don't have to go out and go to the store. I mean, I understand a lot of people are staying in the house, and I mean, I have seen Subarus." I have seen forerunners parked on the side of the freeway. People got out of their cars and have walked off, which I will never understand. Like, yeah. I never do that. I under- Don't get on the freeway if you're scared, one. And if you do get on the freeway and you're in a bad situation, go to the, the side lane, put on your flashers until the next exit. Do not ever stop. I mean, they're really trying to, you know, the, the, even the state patrol was talking about it. Like, do not abandon vehicles. You know, I sent you a photo. That photo I sent you, and we'll use it for the... Uh, for the thumbnail Cover for this, here. that is like, that's like three blocks from Garoff's house going down the hill there. Yeah. Yeah. He made it to California, so I'm, I'm glad he's he? safe. Uh, <laughs> okay. He was checking with me the whole way, trying to find the right route down. Luckily, I-5 proved to be clear at the time he left. I think not like the day after he got there. It was not. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm glad he's safe. But it, it it's been crazy been... seeing it from the news from here. It has been interesting, you know, obviously we, we, we all wanted a white Christmas, it's come down and then it froze, uh, the roads are pretty bad, they're getting better obviously, especially the freeways are getting run off, but it, it gets really cold at night, um, you know, you know me, I never have my heat on and even I've got my heat turned on, <laughs> I have to start the monkey in the living room just to warm up, but um, it is important to, especially now, to really be checking after your car, looking at your car, looking at your tires, um, I went and went to the, the brown bear today and blew off my car because I have ice that is on there after three days it just doesn't go anywhere and it's important to get that stuff off of there and get it you know know these things make sure you got an ice scraper make sure you got windshield wiper fluid in there um i went and put my cold kit back in the car even though i'm not really going that far i've got my bag that's got uh my my new uh bag and now i've got you know warm socks and, and jeans and things like that because 
it sort of, it came out of the blue. It really, there's a lot of people that didn't see this coming. We thought we were going to get snow like we usually do, and it was going to be gone, and it has not gone away. It's very pretty. It's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it's, you know, it's to the point, it's so nice here, Dan, like, even at night, like, the streetlights are on, and it's, it's ten times brighter, because it's, they're reflecting off everything, so it's a lot of fun, but it, it, it's, you need to be careful. Yep, I was, I was kind of, it's one of those things. I wish I could go home and go play in the snow, then come right back because I don't want to be in it the whole time because it's cold, and then I know I would just stuck be stuck inside, wishing I was back here. Yeah, but I do wish I could like make it home for a little bit, go play in the snow, and come right back. And I gotta say, the the Audi has actual snow tires on it. The truck has snow rated tires. A three peak rating comes on the BFG KO2, the Duratrac, uh, the Wild Peak AT3W. There's several AT tires that meet a snow rating, but. I'm going to emphasize this again for all you guys out there who think you have snow tires. A snow tire is a snow tire. A snow rated tire is not. And it will, one is made for that ultra cold and nice and soft and pliable and grips that ice. And an AT tire like ours will get you by and meet the technical rating, but it isn't, isn't even in the same league as the most basic, true, dedicated snow tire. And I wish, I wish I had the budget right now to like have dedicated off-road snow tires for the truck because they make them mm-hmm. and a rafter with snow tires is a lot of fun <laughs> so. yeah kind of unstoppable right now yeah i mean it's a, yeah, and that is the thing a lot of these people are sitting on their their all-season tires or their and i mean again no i think seasons. somebody said it you know all seasons are really three seasons if anything uh they're not mm-hmm. really good um and it's a you know this is uh, one thing i had, i was talking talking to people about is uh manual or automatic you can shift down if you're going down a hill and you don't, you know, you can shift your car down, put it in a lower gear, let the engine do some of the braking for you if you're really worried. Um, a lot of people don't know that. It's like they 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 they're, they're so used to getting in their car, they pull it into drive, they go. They don't understand that you actually have some gears in those cars that you can either pull your gear shift over, or like I said, if you have a manual shift down, it really will help. Uh, it will, you know, to an extent, yeah. If you go down too low, you can cause a lockup in the tires, but. Uh... Yeah. I mean, going down one gear shouldn't hurt, and you know, no, like one was, gear is good though. Yeah, helps helps you stop from locking up the brakes. You know, and 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 if you're driving along, look at your road surfaces. If it's icy, look on the side. Even if this, there's snow there, snow will help you slow down. You may end up getting stuck, but it's better than running your car into something. So that I, is true. I'm always the person that's running over there just because I feel like I feel safer. I just for some reason it kind of keeps me in control. So. Yep. I was just going to talk about um, a new tire. There's a new Michelin that came out. It's called the Cross Climate 2. Hmm. And they make a new all-season that has a snow rating. And kind of like the Continental DWS uh, 06, the, the, the S for snow. And they actually have, if you look at the tread on the DWS 06, it actually says DWS in the tread of the tire. Kind of cool. Oh, okay. And the reason that's there is when the S wears off, it is no longer a snow-rated tire. And that is not just a tread depth thing that they're, they're telling you. It's actually the compound that they use to make it a snow certified tire is the top outer layer. And that wears off first because it's the softest. That's why I love DWSs, especially on all-wheel drive vehicles. They've proven to be an extremely capable tire. I think the best all-season tire I've ever run, well, it is the best I've ever run. And if you ask around, it ten- tends to be the, the most popular all-season tire anybody's ever really run. Now, Michelin decided to come back with the Cross Climate Plus and uh, really good, really well-siped tire. A little better for, I mean, obviously it's made for um, uh, water more than anything else, but it does it does bear an MS rating. Okay. So uh, so worth tra- checking out. We're going to be tracking that one. I'm going to go 
maybe give those a shot or get some feedback from people running them because they're supposed to be like the new kind of gold standard in a year-round tire, which hey, technology is improving. And we used to call, you know, we, like we, you've heard us joke, all seasons are no seasons, but uh, <laughs> there is some new stuff on the market coming out that's looking a little more promising. Interesting. So, okay. Um, I want to talk a little more what you said about earlier about um, uh, we will she who will not be named. Yeah. In her aqua, aqua socks. socks, they're actually called. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we joke. I mean, we they. Auto- not that it's a yeah. she. <laughs> they. Yeah. yeah they. they. Yeah. So <laughs> Auto Socks is uh, the name of the company we're talking about here, and Auto Socks are a like well, it's kind of they kind of. I had never seen like. these like, by the way, and now th- yeah, that I've seen that their post, I've seen three other cars with them on. So. Must, is yeah, it new? they work really well, uh, okay. relatively. I, th- I think over in the last five or six years or so, they've started to gain a bunch of popularity. I remember these came out a, quite a, a long time ago. I mean, they make them all the way up for like large commercial applications. Um, okay. and, so, and so, yeah, they're like basically a sock you wrap around your tire for better snow traction and flotation on the snow. And they have, I mean, clearly you don't want to run these on anything dry. I, and inevitably someone will like, like chains because people are not reading the manual. But uh, anyway, these are a great option if you need like a very temporary snow tire. Uh, auto socks work great. Uh, I know a ton of, ton of people who use them. I haven't used them myself, but uh, all the feedback I've gotten is that in a pinch, these things are great and they do give you a ton of snow traction. So work, worth looking into auto socks if you are looking for something, especially if you have very low profile clearance. And I don't just mean low profile tires. I mean, low profile clearance. In fact, if you think about it, if you think about that, um, the Raptor even isn't supposed to run chains. The, t- the clearance is too tight between the tire and the shock. And so they don't actually mm-hmm. have a chain fitment, even though you can buy chains that will fit to be clear. These are a good op- um, alternative for people with really tight clearance in their wheel wells. So I can't imagine getting into a situation where I would need <laughs> chains on a Raptor, but uh... <laughs> deep snow, deep ice. I mean, there's a few times I'm I mean... <laughs> bigger problems with deep ice. I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah. Oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, this is totally off topic, but um, I've gotten totally back into the show Cops uh, over the Christmas break. <laughs> and the Thanks. phrase that, that, that has gotten my break, I was watching these two cops in Portland who was chasing this woman on a, on a, on a bicycle. And obviously she had some drug issues and she pulled over and I thought the guy was going to laugh to death. And she's like, I was trying to pull over, but my brakes didn't work. And he's like, you kept pedaling. She's like, yeah, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> Like, oh, drugs are bad, kids. Drugs are bad. <laughs> By oh, the way, uh, the cops is still on. Like, they're still. I had no idea that was still a thing. My dad's been watching it. I, I was. I was. I went over there for Christmas. I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, I'm "Watching cops." And I was like, "That's a thing still." Like, I mean, that's. That, I think that's been. Cops went on the air in like '88 or '89. Like, I mean, we're just barely older than that. But <laughs> that is funny. I just, you know, you, you get some extra time during Christmas, and it's like, oh, yeah, I'll watch that. And then, you know, 47 episodes later, it's not like my addiction to Cold the Corn Star, like when I almost bought a, you know, a combine. But other than that, it. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay, I just did a quick search. And yeah. so, according to Wikipedia, Cops started in March 11th, 1989, and it's on its 33rd season. <laughs> I think, Holy I mean, crap. when you think about two of the most long running series on TV are The Simpsons and Cops, and they both came from Fox. Good point. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, minus the fact that I'm totally creeped out by the Simpsons because they've predicted most everything that's happened in this world, so I don't know what's going on with that. But uh, I don't. I haven't watched Simpsons in. I 10 haven't years either. But like, it's it's when somebody goes, "Oh, you know, they they predicted this, and then it happens, and then they, you know, they predicted this 20 yeah. years ago." So yeah, no thanks. Nostradamus on the writing staff is the the long. Yeah, that. Joke, yeah, know? I just don't. I don't need that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did your John Madden died today. 
Yeah, I heard about that today. That's too bad. I'm not even a big foot. I'm not a big football guy, but I mean, you know, I can still yeah, hear his voice. Hear, grew up with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just. I mean, we grew up playing the. We grew up playing the game. Obviously, you you, you ever play Madden? Oh yeah, I never got back into it. Back when I was a little kid. Okay. Back when I was like NES days, I think it was ah, like maybe NES Super days. Nintendo. I can't remember. Oh, it's funny. Back in the old days with with Golden Eye. Yep. 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 Did you get out at all in the snow and like actually oh, go with any off roading? I mean, no, I didn't go out off roading. I mean, I definitely got up. What was it like? It, so it really hit Saturday, you know, Christmas Day. And I had come home from my parents' place, and I mean, I got up early, and I just—I mean, I had to be at my parents' on, back on Sunday, and I took like two hours from my house to Bellevue, like taking every little back road I could find, just to—I mean, because it was at that time it was still soft and powdery, and I had so much fun. It's been Good. so long since I've been in snow and been—you know—like I mean, we've been up in the mountains in snow, and we we, we did a yeah. couple of runs last year, but it's—I just haven't had a chance to actually have that car out there. I forgot how much fun it can be. Um, you know, and I put myself in some situations where I, I mean, I was in—I wasn't doing anything stupid in residential neighborhoods or things like that. But I was—I was going some places I probably shouldn't have been going. But you know, I was <laughs> making sure that I was ready to drive in the snow by going to parking lots and making sure my rear end still slid out. <laughs> <laughs> you know how that goes. So. Well, you've got all the right gear to recover yourself, and then no, but, but uh, that's the yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> I went out and did not have any of that stuff with me. Like I don't, it, I, it's I, we, I got into somewhat of a pattern over the last few winters where it's like you know I've I've got our to go kits and I've got everything, but I just didn't. I was driving from here to Bellevue, like I said, and so I mean I was going through residential neighborhoods and it was great because I think I made fresh tracks everywhere I went, which was fun. Oh, it sounds so, so fun. You know, to the point where like, I'm and jealous. I was hitting some stuff like my car's lifted. I think we, I think nine inches, maybe eight and a half inches, and. I the, it was it was dry, the front was going through snow like kicking snow up over the Sweet. front so we got some yeah good it's snow been fun it's been fun looking in advance and seeing all the uh, the photos people are posting all their photos of all their cars in the snow and I've seen everything from you know trucks of course to Porsches and everything else so yeah and I will say cool. that there's a lot of people out there um, it's really easy to get anywhere right now like um, I went and got my haircut today and basically uh, I. It was kind of a last minute thing, and she, I got I got to downtown Bellevue in like eleven minutes, something like that, from my house. <laughs> There's nobody nobody wants to be out on the road right nice. now. A lot of places are still shut down, which is great because you know I, we want people to be safe. The staffs can't get in, but um, it's 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 kind of nice right now. This last time I saw this was in like 2008 when I uh, I moved here and it dumped snow. So <laughs> way back in the day, way oh, back in the fun. day. So yeah. So we, you're, 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 but you got about another week before we're going to see you back in the snowy Pacific Northwest. Yeah, if there's any snow left, I probably yeah. kind of doubt it, but uh, it'll yeah, be, I'll be back it'll next probably week be gone by then. then. I'll save some yeah, in a jar I... for you. It'll look like water when you oh, get thanks. here, but it's snow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll have to go play up, and we'll have to go up in the snow and play in it. I've noticed uh, Brian Elitch has been doing a lot of that for you, Avant Off Road guys. When does that man work? To go. I mean, good lord! I mean, he, he just works. takes every opportunity. He's not at work to go play. I know he works a ton, but I just like. He's been he's done such a cool build on that truck, uh, and I think he's just enjoying the heck out of it. So, yeah, the, there's the, a rolling ad for the Chevy Colorado ZR2. It's uh, it's Brian Elitch. <laughs> yeah, and it's an ad for you know don't don't do it to your wife's truck. Get your own. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I I haven't seen uh, obviously funny. many many. I saw I've seen like two Porsches out that somebody that were, were gutsy enough to go out and you know I think they were just 911s, but. Um, I mean, no, they're they're career force because they they had all wheel drive. But um, yeah, it was it's been kind of fun to just kind of look sit back and watch some of these people kind of come out of hiding. And um, 
I get it. I, you know, and by the way, call your friends, call your people, make sure that they don't need something, make sure they're not, you know, sitting at home without food or water or things like that. So, yep, they're telling people that here. So, and you know, Uh, so far, so far, so good at my place. I was shocked we didn't lose power, and so I haven't seen any power loss yet. You, you have your generator set up. Uh, it's ready to go, but no, uh, no. Ever since that semi went through the neighborhood and knocked down all the telephone lines, they uh, they fixed it all. So we haven't lost any power. I guess I didn't know that a semi went through your neighborhood. And oh, so they had to detour the warehouse or main line, which has its own private road. But they had were doing construction on that road, and those double length log trucks. So the, the log trucks don't run on the main public roads; the double length ones. No, it's down the They're street st- from you there, right? That gate. Yeah, yeah. So on this on this big main line, and so they have these super extended length ones, which again don't run on the public roads. They're too long. And one day they had to run them on the public roads due to a blockage on that road. Well, they were too wide to make two of the corners. So the secondary trailer going one way hit two lines, like knocked the poles down entirely. And then going the other way hit three more. And so they basically had to rerun power down the entire road to my house with brand new lines. And so for got to give the power company some credit here. Thanks PSE. They put the lines where they should. They re they moved all of them close uh, farther from the road. They cleared all the trees around them. They uh, when was re-ran this? the power. September. Oh wow! I did not know that. Okay. And, uh, maybe October, September, October. But since then, uh, power just hasn't gone out. Nice. Uh, they've got because of all the, they buried a bunch of the lines. So the more the like that that neighborhood used to lose power. Like you'd like look outside, the light breeze, and the power would go out. Then ever since then, since they had to fix all the lines, we've been we've been good. So it kind of changed the whole neighborhood. Everybody's like, no, no generators needed. So that's good. Well, I mean, so it's good to have it, but I don't yeah. Wanna, yeah, yeah, I've got it just in case because I don't want the pipes to freeze. But yeah, other than that, yeah, yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Should we talk about what's coming up with a uh, Avance. Uh, yeah, what is coming up with Avance? Um, it's been kind of obviously. I think we're going to be coming into the new year here. I do not have that pulled up, so. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I do. Uh, we talked about it a little bit before because nothing's really changed. So yeah. two events on the eighth, uh, but different regions, of course. We get the Avance Portland Tech Session and Private Collection Tour with at Vintage Underground. That's in Eugene, Oregon. Assuming you can get to it with the weather <laughs> down there, I think they actually got a little worse than we did. And then Avance Dino Day for us at Carb Connection. Always fun to watch. Always good for some live entertainment, even if you don't run your car on the dyno. But it's even more fun when you see things that you normally wouldn't see on a dyno, uh, like. Chad and Amanda running their Nissan Figaro, which is really fun to watch. Figaro. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then two events on January 9th, and that is the Avance Private Collection Tour and Fundraiser. Uh, we know that BMW collection, which we talked about last time, mm-hmm. definitely a must-see with a great owner. But Avance, Avance Denver Magazine launch at the Haggerty Garage in Denver. It's an, actually technically Littleton, Colorado. So if you're over there on the Colorado side, definitely worth checking out. They have a guest of honor, 59 Aston Martin DB4 GT. That's the one from the cover of the new issue in Denver. So I was say, that uh, one was up here. Those... That yep. was that was the one we had at uh, the event, the Avance event here. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And the next yeah. time you'll see us in person will the Avance will be the Avance off road event on January fifteenth. Yes, mm-hmm. we will bring the fireplace. Yes, we will bring a heater. Yes, we will have hot dogs and try and keep you as warm as possible. Uh, that is going to be a mud fest. Make sure if you are in a stock height vehicle, I highly, highly, highly recommend you bring a spare air filter and check yours often if you want to go play in those puddles and be careful. The last time they were about two and a half feet deep in the deep spot. Yes, you can go around them, but don't get carried away. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and I want to say that, that um, 
we can't talk about it yet, but there's going to be a new a, a new idea for an off-road event, I think, in March or something like that they're talking. Correct. And yes. there is going to be, on top of that, there's an Avance Ladies Tech Session at Stu's Self-Service Garage on January 19th. And I want to throw out a congratulations to him because uh, he made an announcement on Facebook today. He is opening a second location, I believe, in Auburn. Yep, I think right. that's where I think that's where it was. I, I everybody seemed to know the, the the building. I did not. So yeah, yeah. There was a muffler shop there. Or Stan's okay. headers. It was Stan's headers. Now it's Stu's headers. Stu's it's headers. Stu's okay. Garage. Stu's garage. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, okay. Stu is running it down there. Stu's headers. Yeah, Got so it. That'll be neat. Yeah. So, but yeah. Congrats to congrats to Stu, previous guest on the show. Yeah. It'll be cool to see him expanding. Yeah. So. Um, and I also, um, another thing that if you haven't done, uh, especially with the ladies collection, they're doing an Avance Ladies Griot's Garage private collection tour and tech session on February 5th. If you are a lady and want, this is an incredible garage. Dan and I have had the opportunity to, to yeah, meet with Nick and Richard several times. Epic. And it is epic. Uh, you don't realize what is actually hidden in that building uh, and, and well and secured, but uh, some incredible cars. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah, like I said, I'm going down there tomorrow because uh, Rain City Supercars needs some stuff. <laughs> yeah, we use our dis- we use our own discount code a lot, RCS10, yeah. and yeah, I can't wait to get my hands on a lot of that stuff because yeah. the, the Raptor's going to need it when I get back. Yeah. Uh, I did get for Christmas a under vehicle pressure washer. So oh. you know, you're going to need that too. And I am so, going to yeah, need that. I yes, the, I'm going to need that. The rolling under vehicle pressure washer. Yeah, I also got the project started for the driveway replacement, which you will be happy about. Oh, pro- I didn't know we were replacing the we. I'm like I'm saying we. Like, like it's my ranch. Uh, okay. I <laughs> yeah. didn't know you were getting the uh, driveway replaced. That's good. Okay. Yeah, that project's getting started soon. That might actually come in front of the shop just due to budgeting and getting things right. But uh, yeah. so we might have a very large driveway to work with. Recently. Oh, that would be nice. That would be nice. Is it going to be paved? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not cool. the whole thing. Just just in front of the house, you know. No, no, that's that's nice. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about like, big plans there. So excited about that. You have a great drive right now, but I keep thinking about working on cars, and I'm like, like for now exactly. without lifts, and I'm like, I don't want to lay on the dirt. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, Dan, no, step exactly. you know, step up your game here. You know, your friend doesn't want to work <laughs> on his car in, in your driveway in the dirt. Jeez, right? No kidding. <laughs> Well, I mean, All right, man. I think that's uh, that's just we wanted to do a quick little episode. Obviously, you know, tell everybody Happy New Year's. I think this comes this will come out uh, the last. This is this is the last episode we're ever doing this year. So yeah, Happy uh, New Year's Eve, everyone. This yeah. is uh, you're getting this on New Year's Eve. Yeah, you re- hearing this. Yeah, yeah. So. You got some big plans for New Year's, Dan? You guys gonna go any, do no. any fun? No, that's <laughs> no. good. Good yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm sure we'll think of something, but nice. there's there's a never-ending list of things to do. Somewhere I'll probably be laying around somewhere warm, drinking a nice fruity drink with an oh, umbrella in it. That works. Okay, good for you. Good for you. All right. Well, uh, for this episode of Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I'm Dan, and don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.